You could have been anywhere, but you're listening to the best damn podcast there is. Welcome to the Daytona Podcast. This week, we'll be discussing our top five businesses you can start with just $10,000 and $5,000. But before that, Dame and KG will discuss some of the hottest trending news and sports. Now here are your hosts, Dame and KG. Welcome to the Daytona Podcast. I'm your host, Dame on Earth. Follow me on YouTube and social media at Dame on Earth. And I'm your host, KG. You can follow me on IG at KG the King 247. Welcome to the Daytona Podcast, where we will be discussing the latest in entertainment, current events, pop culture, sports, and more. In this episode, we'll be talking about the top five businesses you can start under $10,000 and $5,000. Marlon Wayne's father, Hal Wayne's dead at 86. Black China gets baptized, and Tyrese's wife confesses she was initially interested in Paul Walker. This and more on the Daytona Podcast. Angela White, formerly known as Black China, has been making the headlines this week for her efforts to improve her physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. The reality star recently underwent surgery to reduce her breast size, remove facial fillers, and dissolve butt injections. She also got a tattoo associated with Satism removed and revealed that she got baptized for her birthday and has been practicing uh, sobriety and reading the Bible. White explained that she wanted to reinvent herself and become a better mom and friend and credited her children and religion as motivation for her transformation. Additionally, she shared the that she and Rob Kardashian are now sharing 50-50 custody with their daughter, Dream, and are focusing on co-parenting for the sake of their child. Yeah, man, so uh, Black China, uh, I've been seeing her on the news uh, all week about, you know, this transformation she's going through, uh, Dame. Uh, it's, it's pretty it's pretty good that she's uh, taking the steps to move forward and, you know, get, get her life back on track. Uh, what do you think about it? Oh, yeah, that's what's up, man. Um... You know, more power to her. Yeah, more power to her, man. Yep, yep. I heard she said that she wants to be called uh, Angela White. She doesn't want to be called uh, Black China anymore. That's good. That's good. I like Angela White better anyway. I wonder if she's still kicking with Kim um, Kim K. I don't know. You know, that'll find, we'll find out soon. You know, they got her all on the headlines, so we'll find out sooner or later if they still kicking it. A healthy life, really, what it's about, bro. It ain't just about the bag, so it's uh, definitely about your health and um, mental. So, right, uh, good for her. That's real. Marlon Wayne's father, Howell Wayne's, has passed away at the age of 86. The cause of his death has not been revealed. Marlon shared the news on Instagram and praised his father's legacy as an example of a man to all his boys. He also asked his father to give his mother, Elvira, who died in 2020, love. Marlon's sister, Deidre, also shared a touching tribute to their parents, thanking them for their love and devotion to their children. Howell Wayne's had 10 children, Kenan Ivory, Damon, Sean, Dwayne, Kim, Nadia, Elvira, Deidre, Vani, and Marlon. 
and his wife uh, was Elvira Alethea. And uh, yeah, he left a legacy that his kids can be proud of, and uh, he passed away at 86 this week. Uh, um, are you a fan of the Wayans brothers and the Wayans children? Uh, you know, Keenan Albert Wayans was kind of like the first one that I saw. So uh, after that, you know, I kind of started following them from there. And I mean, everybody, all the Wayans, you know, all of them funny. If I had to pick, if you had to pick one of the Wayans, though, who you think the funniest? Uh, I can't, I can't really pick one. But I, my favorite are Damon, Sean, and Marlon. Uh, and that's mainly because of the TV shows. Uh, but Kenan, Kenan Ivory is funny too, man. I like Kenan Ivory too. Uh, but Damon, that what, what's the show? My was it my wife and kids with Damon? Yeah, that's uh, it. And then the Sean and Marlon with a uh, old boy from Friday, uh, the Wayne's brother show. When I was working at the newsstand, I mean, both of them yeah. shows right there is classics to me. I love both of them. Yeah, I uh, don't. You can't. No, I won't sleep on the sister Kim. She was funny as hell. I mean, uh, I watched the Eleven Color too growing up. So uh, that was my first show before the uh, Wayans show and the uh, my wife and kids show. So yeah, but uh, if I had to pick a Wayan, it'd probably definitely be. Uh, yeah, Damon is funny though. I ain't gonna lie, uh, he's funny as hell. I'd probably go Damon, uh, Keenan, and then uh, Sean and Marlon. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, didn't Damon play uh, Major Pain? Yeah, that's what I said. He played Major Pain, but that's a that's that's a classic movie. He uh, he also played in a movie that didn't get a lot of uh, well, I guess a lot of people know, but it didn't get a lot of views. I guess a lot of um, the Blink Man, the cloud. No, no, yeah, Blink Man, yeah, Blink Man. No, nah, I was gonna say Bulletproof. Him and okay. Adam Sandler. Okay. Uh, that's a funny ass movie too. That's one of my f- favorite Damon Wayne movies. So, but yeah, definitely Blank Man. Him and David Allen Greer. I mean, that's a funny ass movie. Incredible. Nearly 30 schoolgirls have been hospitalized with anxiety attacks after allegedly playing with the Ouija board at their school in Columbia. The girls reportedly suffer signs of fading, anxiety, and other symptoms at school and were subsequently admitted to a municipal hospital. While diagnosed of the students have yet to be released, many parents blame the use of the Ouija boards at school. However, the head of Galleria's educational institution has accused community members of stoking hysteria by spreading unfound rumors and implored the community to avoid making early judgments and diagnosing of their own and their intern. So, um, yeah, man, this is crazy, bro. Uh, I, I didn't think kids were still playing with Ouija boards. Uh, I know uh, I got an uncle and some aunties that said they used to play with those back in the seventies and the eighties, and uh, they would they would they wouldn't even play long. Like they would get spooked out and freaked out. So, um, yeah, this is this is a uh, this is something that uh you know people need to uh, leave alone. Uh, you know, what do you think about this uh, Ouija board situation in Colombia, man? It's crazy. 
Yeah, you know, they say you play with fire, you get burnt, man. So, you know, I, I never messed with that before. But um, yeah, I, 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 I'm too scared to even touch one of them things, man. You ever, you, ever, you, ever seen, you ever seen one in person? That's what I said. I ain't even ever seen one of them in person. Uh, I ain't never seen one. Like I said, I hear people talk about them, but shit, I'll probably get freaked, up, freaked out by even seeing one, dog. <laughs> That's wild, man. 28 girls. Have to be uh, hospitalized. Yeah, yeah, they need to. Um, and it's crazy because there's a lot of stuff be going on weird in Colombia. Like I always hear about these supernatural, uh, demonic stories over in Colombia. So uh, I need to stay the fuck away from Colombia. But uh, <laughs> definitely, kids, man. Uh, this is a uh, <laughs> this is something y'all don't want to play with, man. Uh, all the listeners out there, uh, leave the Ouija boards alone, man. Leave that shit alone. For real. Fuck around and get a damn spear you can't get rid of. Right. Now your ass got damn fucked up. Scary movie. This is incredible. Nah, for real. Yeah, they don't make too many movies about them Ouija boards. Damn. Hey, well, 50 Cent says Ja Rule's halftime performance cursed the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, 50 Cent also closed the deal, making Spire Spirits the official champagne and cognac of the NBA. 50 Cent versus Ja Rule is the beef that keeps on giving. As a pair of Queens rap legends have been nemesis for the past quarter century, Fifth recently took a jab at Rule during a visit to Minnesota in celebration of his Sire Spirits company becoming the official champ- champagne and cognac brand for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Having closed the deal, 50 Cent visited the Timberwolves to meet the staff and commemorate the partnership. At one point, as he walked through a section of cubicles, the buddy media mogul lambasted his longtime foe, accusing Job of putting a curse on the franchise during his infamous 2019 halftime performance at Target Arena. We had a curse. Somebody fucked up, and they let Ja Rule perform at halftime, 50 told the room. Now, what we're going to do is take the curse off. Suddenly, one of the employee's computer screens is edited to show a clip of Rule's halftime performance with a soundbite of former NFL star and undisputed host Shannon Sharp mocking his fire Festival debacle. 50 Cent's alliance with the Minnesota Timberwolves is not his first venture with an NBA franchise. He previously closed a deal between the Kings and Sire Spirits in July 22. So 50 Cent out here making moves uh, with the NBA and his uh, Spirits brand, or the brand I guess he's um, you know involved with, Sire Spirits, uh, making them the official champagne and cognac of the NBA says that uh, Ja Rule put a curse on him by uh, performing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Boy, 50 Cent need to quit this shit. Boy, how the fuck somebody put a curse on it? Nigga, they was already cursed. We talking about the Minnesota, Minnesota Timberwolves. Man, fuck out of here. Man. They, they ain't been to the playoffs since when? Shit, since Kevin Garnett. Damn. That's what I'm saying. How the hell are he gonna say some shit like that, man? Yeah, that man, that man can't stand Ja Rule, can he? Damn, that's like an ongoing beef. That's like the most legendary beef so far, other than like 
East Coast versus West Coast. Yeah, they need fifty need to stop this shit, man. I mean, it's good entertainment, I guess, but we know we know the Minnesota Timberwolves trash. Who who was you more a fan of back then, Fifty Cent or Ja Rule? I mean, definitely Fifty day. Cent. Yeah, back definitely Fifty. Fifty. Yeah, Fifty. Then. Okay. Yeah. No, definitely Fifty. But I mean, now, bro, man, let that shit go, bro. Y'all niggas too old for that shit. I felt like I felt like they tried to recreate. Um, Tupac a little bit with Ja Rule, like with his whole image and everything. Mm, I never thought about that. It, he kind of did have that image, but uh, nah, Ja Rule was popping though, man. He had some hits back then, but like, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna discredit Ja Rule at all. So, uh, but yeah, this is incredible. But nah, they uh, I mean, I like both of them. You know, they both uh, they both got good music, and I rock with both of them. So. But nah, 50 need to quit though, man. That shit fucked his head, man. Said they, he done curse the team by performing. <laughs> Hell nah. Uh, yeah, Dodge has uh, unveiled the final last call of their Challenger muscle car. The 2024 Challenger Demon 170 at the Roadkill Nights event in Las Vegas. The Demon is a limited edition car with only 17 units to be produced. The car is powered by a 1,000 horsepower, 6.2 liter supercharged V8 engine that can launch at two Gs at and reach 60 miles per hour in 1.66 seconds. Um, the Demon 170 has the three drive modes, auto, custom, and drag, with the drag mode enabling full power based on the ethanol content. This marks the end of the straight Challenger production line. Man, bro. Uh, yeah, it's. I hate to. Hear, I hate to see this uh, ending, man. Uh, Dodge, you know they've been on top with the muscle cars for the last ten years. So, um, yeah, man. I, I was. I, I was. I'm sad to hear this, but you know, all good things must come to an end. They say. So, what you think about this Dodge, bro? You uh, you a fan of Dodge, or you uh, what you you rocking with it? Oh man, the um, demon though—it looks like a mean ride, man. I never ridden in one. Um, but what was I gonna say? I was gonna say that uh, it's probably a good thing that they're doing this um, because you don't want too many of these cars in, in, in circulation. You know, you want to limit the production of the car. So they've been making Challengers, and uh, you know, specifically the Challenger for—I so think they started back making it in around 08 or 09. So. You know, if you got a, a straight eight or whatever, a demon or something like that, this is probably a good thing for the the value of your car. So, you you know, they're not going to be making this anymore. So, it's a better chance of your car becoming a collectible item. And uh, you know, 20 years from now, um, a car you bought for fifty thousand might be worth you know a hundred and hundred and fifty thousand. Nah, facts, bro. Um, yeah, yeah. Dodge been on top for a while, and and also, man, it's it's too many accidents. I'm guessing why they pulling it because um, I've seen so many uh, Dodges sitting over in the junkyard that's been totaled and wrecked, and people can't control and drive them. So uh, maybe they had a lot to do with it too. But yeah, um, but a lot. Of, I think everybody's just gonna go go to electric and. Um, that's pretty much what it's what it's boiling down to in my eyes. I think 
they'll come back out with something, but it won't be uh, gas efficient. It'll be electric efficient. So uh, that's my take on it. Influencer Zeely Timothy admitted on Instagram Live that she was more interested in Tyrese Gibson's late Fast and Furious co-star Paul Walker. Tyrese seemed uncomfortable with the conversation and Zeely clarified that she was not saying she wanted Paul but simply found him more attractive than Tyrese. Tyrese and Zeely have been dating since March 2021 and recently celebrated their two-year anniversary. Tyrese shared a tribute to Zilly on Instagram, thanking her for her patience and understanding as they embarked on their unexpected journey together. How would you react yeah. if you were Tyrese? Yeah, he, he damn bad. I, uh, I would have ended the live. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, I would have ended the live. Straight up, straight up. Nah, I would have ended the live, bro. You ain't nowhere in here. You about to come on here. And and talk about my dead friend and talking about you 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 always liked him, man. You don't get your ass off that camera, bitch. And I would boy, yeah. I ain't no way in hell. Yeah, you supposed to end the live on that time, Reese. Uh, ain't no, nah. You can't, you can't, you can't. Uh, yeah, you can't go live with me no more, baby. You stay, you stay in the back, you stay in the background. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's embarrassing as hell, bro. Yeah, he got whooped somebody ass at this point, dang. Yeah, he got to get into a fight and, and knock a nigga out to get his his respect back right. or something. Or he got to uh, go cheat on his wife or some shit. He got to do something. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I might give a thirty day just just cause you know he dead and gone, so uh, he can't he can't defend himself. So I give a thirty days, but them thirty days up, you out of here, bitch. Fuck that. You know, you don't cross the line. You, you you can't come on live like that, bro, and say nothing like that. Paul Walker, like she could have said, at least somebody living. Like she gonna, man, you gonna disrespect that man? Damn. Nah, bro, you can't do that. Nah, baby. Nah, baby. I hope he, I hope he signed. I hope he signed a prenup. That's all I know. Damn. Yeah, yeah. It's baby boy. What, what was his name in baby boy? Jody. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah Jody. Man. Yeah, man, Jody had, looking bad. He had a mean run, man. He got a bad one though. She 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 uh attractive woman. Man, yeah, he Tyrese. I mean she you know how many bad as she can get. She ain't the only one out there. That's why I said fuck all that. You need your woman who don't you need a woman that don't know nothing about about celebrities. Yeah, man. that's what he need. Any like how he <laughs> How you got down? Yeah, the woman tells her, "Oh, I like pop." Like what? Yeah, man, please, bitch. You supposed to keep that in in the bedroom. Like you don't supposed to damn go on <laughs> live and say that shit, man. Like that sound like she. That sound like she trying to get out the relationship. Think about that shit, man. Like how many times? And it sound like she ain't never even said that before. You know, what I mean? it sound like you just heard that then because he was so damn shocked. He didn't know what to do. Right. I was like, man, you supposed to boy. Yeah, you supposed to end this line. Because he because he ain't no alpha male, that motherfucker sit there and took it. Oh man, it's okay. Start rubbing the shoulders and shit. Like nigga, you supposed to what? Nah, nah, he ain't rubbing shoulders now. I ain't see that. Oh okay, okay. I about to say he 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 went he went mad. He ain't seen too mad either. Oh, it's all right. Yeah, you know he just quiet. Man, you supposed to end the stream, bro. You're supposed to end the live. Damn, I haven't seen all the Fast and Furious uh, movies. Which one? Which one is your favorite? Mm-hmm. 
Man, it's so many. Hell, I, I gotta go back. I had to go back and rewatch all of them. But uh, so far, so far, it's been I think number five. I think I think that's the last one Paul Walker was in. So I think that's the last one. I think that's the one I like. All right, um, it was a wild finish in the women's NCAA basketball tournament final four. Iowa, ranked second, achieved the surprising upset against the defending champions, South Carolina. With Caitlin Clark's outstanding performance, setting a women's final four record of 41 points. It was a wild finish in the women's NCAA basketball tournament final four. Iowa, ranked second, achieved the surprising upset against the defending champion South Carolina with Caitlin Clark's outstanding performance setting a women's Final Four record of 41 points. On the other hand, LSU ranked third made an incredible fourth quarter comeback against Virginia Tech, ranked first, earning their first ever spot in the national championship game. Alex Morris scored 27 points, Angel Reese added 24 points and 12 rebounds. Additionally, LSU's head coach Kim Mulkey became the second coach in history to lead two different programs to the national championship game. On Sunday, April 2nd, Iowa and LSU will face each other to determine the new women's NCAA national champion. Caitlin Clark dropped 41 points, KG, a women's Final Four record. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's the that's the new goat, boy. That's the new that's the new curry they say, bro. Uh, I don't know if you've been watching the, but uh. Yeah, she the truth, though. I don't see no, I don't see how I don't see how they gonna stop her, bro. She got a quick release shot, and uh, she got that she got that go get her spirit, man. She ain't scared. That's what it boiled down to. If you, you know, you you she keep shooting. That's what shooters gonna do. So uh, she look like she got a lot of confidence, but I ain't gonna. I mean, LSU look good too. I know I know they got a lot of dogs over there, but. Um, if I had to, if I had to choose, I'm going with Iowa, bro. Caitlin Clark, she, she looking like she looking like she the truth, bro. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm going with her. She been doing big numbers all year, like that 41 point game. You know, that's probably like her fourth or fifth one of the season. So, um, yeah, she looking like she looking like uh, you know, she looking like somebody we know, used to know, you know. So uh, I, I, I like her. I like. Her. Shout out to Caitlin Clark. And this and this go back to what I was saying. Um, we was talking off camera about uh, D one, like Iowa. You know, that's a school like, you know, they got they got a little rank, but not like a necessarily a South Carolina or a UConn. But you know, she she out here dropping forty one points playing for Iowa. You feel me? Yeah, no, nah, for real, for real, nah, for real. You can't like I said, uh, these these smaller D one schools. Are um, they getting some good? They getting some good recruits now, bro. Like people, they starting to spread out. That's what I like about it now. A lot of these kids are starting to realize, hey, I can get the same uh, education and uh, same clout uh, playing for this school, just like I would do any other D one school. So, uh, shout out, shout out to uh, all the all the kids out there hooping and yeah, shout out to them. A hey, um, but I'm gonna go with LSU. I got a. Uh... Angel Reese and Ken Mulkey, Alexis Morris, pulling this out. Shout out to uh, the Ricky Flage. And um, I think LSU is going to pull this out. 
UConn continued their dominant performance in the NCAA basketball tournament with a 72-59 win over Miami, led by Adama Sanago's 21 points and 10 rebounds. Jordan Hawkins also contributed 13 points despite battling a stomach bug. UConn took an early 9-0 lead with the three consecutive three-pointers and never trailed against Miami. They will now face San Diego State in the championship game. Miami's Isaiah Wong scored 15 points, but struggled against UConn's defense, which limited them to 33.3% shooting for the game. UConn's victory over Miami was the closest win in the tournament so far. Uh, yeah, man, I just saw that game. I was at the gym watching it, bro. Um, and I, yeah, I saw those uh, three threes they hit coming out the gate. I knew then they had the uh, momentum, and uh, yeah, they didn't look back from then. Uh, uh, Miami had uh, had a pretty good team, though, bro. I ain't gonna lie, I've been watching Miami a little bit this year, and uh, some of those guys definitely be going to the league. But uh, UConn definitely uh, had the momentum tonight, and you know it's been a while since UConn been on top. So hey, they say they back on it, game. So hey, we'll see how this play out. Yeah, UConn looked good. Um, I watched them a little bit throughout the Final Four. They look really good, man. This um, Adama Sanogo, I definitely think he's going to be uh, a good player in the NBA, 21-10 and 10 tonight. And, uh, yeah, we'll see if they can close out and win the uh, yeah. national championship. Uh, for sure, for sure. This this has been a crazy Final Four uh, tournament, though, man. I mean, uh, you know, teams we haven't seen uh, been this good, and you know, you got some teams that we know of. So it's kind of you know a little mixed of you know uh, good versus you know, well, not even good, just uh, you know, ranked teams that we used to seeing versus uh, teams that we normally don't see in the Final Four. So. Um, Hey, shout out to all these kids, man. Like I said, shout out to the ones been putting in that work all year. You know, that uh, putting in that work in that gym. You know, when it comes to that, the last one minute of the game, that's when it, that's when you know it all matters. So, uh, you know, shout out to the uh, all the all teams this season, though. I mean, it's been one hell of a season. So, um, I love to see it, though. Love to see it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the draft and seeing. Um who the number one pick is in this upcoming draft. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's going to be good. Kendrick Perkins has once again stirred up controversy in the NBA world by calling out Charles Barkley for his recent comments on Kevin Durant's legacy. The outspoken ESPN personality and former player criticized Barkley a longtime critic of players building super teams for disrespecting champions and naming Durant as one of his targets. Perkins argued that ringless former players have no right to speak on the legacies of champions and suggested that such players should sit out of legacy conversations altogether. While Perkins' statement has garnered support from some fans and analysts, it has also drawn criticism from its dismissive attitude towards players who haven't won championships. Some have pointed out that there are many great players in NBA history who never won rings, such as Charles Barkley himself 
and that their opinions on the game are just as valid as those of champions. Additionally, Perkins' comments have reignited the debate over whether super teams are good for the NBA. Some fans and analysts believe that the rise of super teams has made the league less competitive and less exciting to watch, while others argue that the super teams are simply a natural resort of players exercising their right to free agency and pursuing their own interests. Yeah, man, so um, Charles Barkley spoke on Kevin Durant. Perk called him out and says that uh, he's ringless, so you know his opinion doesn't count. He should sit out. No, I, I disagree with Kendrick Perkins on this. First of all, that's that man's job to speak on stuff. You know, he's an analyst. Uh, second right. of all, um, why well, they always... And don't get me wrong, I don't like Charles Barkley at all. Can't stand it. But this time, they wrong for coming at him for that. Um, because, you know, you hear a lot of people. They don't never talk about Matt Barnes discrediting people. They don't never talk about Gilbert Arenas discrediting people. He ain't got a ring. Um, right. You know, so I, I, I think I think that's I think that's a little low for Kendrick Perkins to try to say that about Charles Barkley. We all know Charles Barkley don't speak his mind. So, um, and I kind of do agree a little bit uh super teams you know it definitely changed the way the league is played now uh, i feel like uh defense it's not as good it's not as uh important as it used to be and uh, that's why we see the result of uh, uh teams and players scoring like tremendous points every night you know you got teams not averaging like 120 130 a night on points and you know uh Long story short, bro, I don't like I don't like how Kendrick Perkins tried to call him out on that. Uh, I mean, Charles Barkley been been talking shit for years. I mean, he called he talked shit about Kobe, he talked shit about uh, Mike, he talked shit about everybody. So, um, and then we talk about Kendrick Perkins. I mean, you know, he he loved LeBron, so um, I ain't never heard him discredit LeBron. But you know, that's that's your job. Like when somebody's doing something. It's just, you know, that's not right. I mean, you're supposed to call him out on it. So I don't never hear Kendrick Perkins call out LeBron for shit. So he ain't got no right to speak on another man's opinion on what he feel. I mean, that's his job. But I don't know, bro. What, what you th- what you think, bro? Yeah, man. You know, both of these guys getting paid to talk at the end of the day. Um, they both played in the NBA, Perk and uh, Chuck. But going back to the thing about being ringless, I definitely think uh, ringless players' opinions count, and they have a voice. They played the game on the highest level professionally. So they're experts on the game somewhat. So I definitely think their voice matters. The super teams, I, I'm not a fan of super teams. Uh, I've never been a fan of super teams, but it is what it is. It does make the regular season more boring. I think it makes... Um, you know, the playoffs, you know, could be, you know, it doesn't make the playoffs boring, but it makes the regular season boring, man. Um, you know, it's fun seeing Golden State, you know, run through guys and all this, but um, back, especially back when they had KD, you know, it's fun seeing them run through the playoffs, make runs and great records and all that. But for the for game to game in the regular season, I mean, you know, Golden State, KD come to Atlanta or, you know, um, Memphis, you know, you know back then right. what time it was. You know, like you know, Golden State's gonna win. You know, seventy three right. nine, sixty, what sixty seven and fifteen, and all kind. You know, 
you right. know they're gonna you know they're gonna win most of them games. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's just two analysts here, man. Two guys in the media here, just you know, um, with different opinions, different views on things, and um, we'll see what happens, man. It makes for good entertainment. Yeah, that's what it is, bro. Just good entertainment. That's all it is. Lamar Jackson has requested a trade from the Baltimore Ravens due to the contract dispute after being placed under a non-exclusive franchise tag. Uh, The Ravens remain optimistic about keeping Jackson, but if he does leave, it would leave a significant void at quarterback. Possible replacements include in-house options like Tyler Huntley or Anthony Brown, but external options are also being considered. Oh, yeah, man, good. Get the hell on out of there, Lamar. Get the fuck out of uh, Baltimore. Uh, They ain't – I feel like they ain't did right by Lamar. Uh, They done had him for about, shit, what, four years now? Five, going on five years. and um, Yeah, it's time time for him to uh, get somewhere where he going to be happy, man. I don't think he's been happy in Baltimore for a while. So, uh, I hope hope he gets – uh, the trade request he deserves and uh, requested. Uh, what you what you think about it, Dan? Yeah, I hope he gets out of Baltimore. Uh, he, he's requesting a trade, so hopefully it's honored and uh, his trade request is honored, and he can get on a different team. Man, what team do would you like to see him on? I'm a, I'm a Steelers fan, so I'm a, I'm gonna say Pittsburgh. We need a quarterback bad. So uh, first, first I would definitely say Pitt, but if um, if I had to say not Pittsburgh, uh, he would probably fit good. Um, he's definitely got to be somewhere with a uh, good, good, good uh, offensive line. Um, he needs he needs to just uh, he needs some time back there, bro. Like they try to label him as a running back and all that scrambling, but the guy actually can throw the ball, man. He just needs some time, so. Um, I don't know. Like I said, the quarterback, the quarterbacks are pretty stacked up right now in the league. So I think I don't know where he could just you know go in and just take over it. It's kind of tough right now, especially with Aaron Rodgers still out there for free agency. You know, a lot of teams looking at him too. So, um, but I definitely hope he get out of Baltimore. That's the main thing to get the fuck out of Baltimore. Yeah. Um. And you know, a good fit for him would be Atlanta. That'd be a great fit for him for now. Uh, I'm sure they could fill some holes in the depth chart. I'm sure you know they they, they probably need a better right tackle or a better left tackle. But uh, I, I might be wrong about that. I haven't. I don't really know the, the Falcons roster, but I'm sure they could. You know, they need some improvement. But um, you know, could get that with time, make some trades, get some draft picks. But Atlanta, man, that would be a nice fit for him. But I think, uh, I think I heard that the Falcons want to stick with that rookie uh, Ritter. Yeah, yeah, they need to because uh, I know they said Ritter's a pretty decent quarterback, and uh, I, I didn't see him play much, but they definitely say he deserves a chance. So uh, you, who knows? He might have a season like Brock Purdy. So you know, if that happens, he'll definitely get paid. But uh, yeah, Lamar, Lamar don't need. To, 
Lamar don't need to come to Atlanta either, man. Atlanta ain't dead right by black quarterbacks either, so. Uh, yeah, damn all that. Yeah, fuck Atlanta. <laughs> man, yeah. they did Vic Dirty, I feel like, man. Nah, oh, yeah. Man. I ain't even gonna, don't get me started on that, bro. But nah, shout out to Lamar, though, for real. He, uh, he's stepping up and asking for a request to trade. You know, he ain't sitting there backing down, so um, good for him. Hey, speaking of curses, I feel like Atlanta surfing up, suffering from a uh, Michael Vick curse, man. Because ever since they got rid of Vick, they ain't been shit. Exactly, exactly. And, and the more and more goddamn shit coming, if they don't uh, do right by the other players, so right. Uh, Atlanta, there's a lot of teams like that, but definitely Atlanta got that curse on them. And right, shit. Everybody trying to ride George Bulldogs wave and shit like, well, George Bulldogs broke the curse. I'm like, shit, that's in Athens. That ain't Atlanta. So. Be careful, <laughs> man. You know, you know, you know Georgia. You know how Georgia is now. Man, I don't give a damn about them damn Georgia Bulldogs. Fuck them. Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, gonna at, but nah. You're going to be at your throat now. Hey, come on, come on with it. Like I said, hey, bring your best. That's all I can say. Right. <laughs> Sing your shit. best, man. Yeah, exactly. God damn it. Shit. Fuck them Bulldogs. Yeah. Don't give a damn about no damn George. Like you said, that's that's horrible. The fucking, they'll never get a black coach. That's what I'm saying. They ain't going to get no <laughs> black coach. Hell, they barely. Only thing, only thing black, only thing they going to get black is black running backs, black defensive players. That's right, it. They, right. get, they ain't going to get nothing else. Hell, they they know damn well. They prove exactly what in it, what, uh, well, football, what they want football image to look like. That's exactly what Georgia is. We want a white quarterback. We want we want black we want black players around them. That's it. Damn. A white what, coach. What? What, what? What? I wonder why they don't got no white receivers. Shit. Where they gonna find some white receivers at? <laughs> <laughs> In Georgia, man, motherfuckers. But don't nobody want to. That's another thing. Them, them hell, they don't want to play for Georgia. They don't see them. See them white players. No. That's why they like, man, I ain't going to be no damn wide receiver for George. Right. Fuck that shit. And the ones they do get be some damn, uh, uh, some shit they found off the street and try to hype them up. But Georgia, man, they suffered for a long time. I'm, um, I'm not a Georgia fan, but I can say for Georgia being my home state, um, it's about damn time they won some. <laughs> yeah, tell them, tell them to call the, uh, tell them to uh, send some of that to uh, the Falcons. Oh man, shit! They they under the Mike Vick curse, man. They y'all y'all should have gave that man a second chance, man. You know, yeah. people did worse and got got second chances out here. Uh, you know, nah, facts. Cam Newton going through it right now. Yeah, I seen him in uh, you know, I seen him on YouTube. He said he's going to Alabama Pro Day, Auburn Pro Day or something. Yeah, he through. went. That's yeah, yep. Yeah, well, well, I hope I hope Cam gets a job. I think it's a wrap for Kaepernick. Um, but you know, uh, he was willing to take that stand. You know, and I hope some more black uh, men get shots at coaching jobs in college football. I definitely think um, there's some guys that deserve it. Four-star quarterback Jake Merlinger 
commits to Tennessee football in 2024 class. Uh, Tennessee football got a commitment from four-star quarterback uh, Jake Merlinger beating out Georgia, Michigan State, and North Carolina for the 2024 prospect. Uh, they say he's 100% committed and uh, wrote that on Twitter. So uh, I don't know anything about this quarterback, um, but I'm guessing he's uh, one of the top recruits that uh, Georgia, Michigan State, North Carolina, and Tennessee was uh, looking at. So I guess he uh, ended up going to Tennessee. So um, shout out to him for getting to, uh, like I said, going to that next level, playing on the next stage. So. Um, be looking out for Jake Merlinger, uh, Tennessee fans out there. Uh, I hope he's a good fit for y'all. Yeah, that's big time for them to get a, a four-star quarterback uh, in the SEC. You know, uh, normally the top quarterbacks don't come to the SEC, so that's a good look for Tennessee. Uh, maybe they can find a, the second coming of Peyton Manning. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Exactly what I was going to say. Um, like I said, I'm all for the SEC, but, um, you know, I despise Georgia. I just want to let that be known, but uh, they are in the SEC, so I love to see uh, any SEC players um, from high school go to the SEC. Moving on to some basketball news, the Memphis Grizzlies have the league's longest active winning streak at six games, half of which came without all-star guard John Morant, who came off the bench in his first two games back after his suspension. Morant returned to the starting lineup in Sunday's road win over the Hawks, scoring 27 points and making six assists. Um, all right. The Grizzlies are 8-2 in their last 10 games, and they are the number two seed in the Western Conference. KG, can they beat the Lakers in round one, potentially, and then go on to beat Golden State or Sacramento in round two? to get to the Western Conference Finals. What do you think? Uh, I know you I know you had high hopes for them this, this season. So, I mean, they've been looking good all season. Uh, like I said, maybe John Morant can stay out of trouble and uh, get back focused on the game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, I would say they definitely can beat the damn Lakers, but it's going to be rough to beat them Golden State Warriors, boy. Like I said, they're they the champs, and – it's all about chemistry when it gets to the playoffs. So uh, I think they definitely can beat the Lakers uh, with the Lakers having so many different new players and uh, trying to figure out who they really are. They definitely got a chance. So uh, what do you think? I know, like I said, I know you had a lot of uh, uh, hopes for them. So. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, earlier, you know, we talked about and you mentioned how uh, – you know, injuries were going to play a part later in the season. And, you know, Brandon Clark is out of the lineup for the rest of the season. So, you know, with that being said, uh, I think the Grizzlies still got a shot to go to the finals. I think their role is a little tougher, especially with the trade uh, of Kyrie and um, with him coming to the West, going to the Mavericks, and then the trade for Kevin Durant, bringing him to the West, going to the Suns. I think that made their road a little tougher, uh, especially with the teams, being that both of those guys went to contenders. You know, it's not like uh, Durant went to, you know, uh, who, 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 who's ass in yeah, the West. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't like he went to uh, Utah. The fucking Houston Rockets or <laughs> Utah something. Utah Jazz yeah. or Spurs. Houston Rockets, yeah. Houston Rockets, yeah. you know. 
Yeah. I mean, he went to the Phoenix Suns, who already were a playoff team. Kyrie goes to Dallas, already a playoff team. And both these, both of those guys now have like co-stars, like Luka can put up 40, just like Kyrie can put up 40. Devin Booker can put up 40, just like Durant can put up 40. So it's it's it's, it's really going to be tough. Uh, John Moran, I don't know if he has that other guy who can put up 40 with him. Uh, exactly. You know. Exactly. But basketball so that's is. So going to be, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, but basketball is a team sport. So, you know, defense, I do feel like Memphis is like a defensive team uh, somewhat. And I feel like uh, if they can, I feel like they can bad boy Pistons their way to the Western Conference Finals. And from there, it's going to be tough. Right. I agree. I agree. Who would win in the playoffs, uh, the Celtics or the 76ers? Uh, they might meet in the second round dame so who you think who you who you think will win i'm gonna go with the celtics like i told you uh all uh earlier um i really like the celtics i think they got the most complete team and the most chemistry uh going into the playoffs so i feel like the celtics will definitely beat the Sixers. what do you think man i like the celtics and they look really good on paper uh they are like second in the power rankings i think in the nba power rankings so I mean, I like the Celtics, but in this series, I like the 76ers. I feel like Joe Embiid, Joel Embiid is on a mission. I feel like uh, Tyrese Maxey, uh, Shane Milton, James, Har- James Harden, some of those guys, I feel like they could pose a threat to uh, Boston. And I feel like, you know, Boston's going to have to play a lot of defense. They're going to have to play some good defense. It's going to be an offensive battle. But I do think overall with Embiid down low, and uh, with the shooting that the 76ers have now, I think that they uh, would probably take them seven games, but I gotta, I'm got i going to go with Philadelphia. All right, cool. Like I said, they're going to have to guard. They're going to have to stop Jason Tatum too now. We'll, 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 put some, we'll put a friendly wage on it, you know, some, uh, you know, not some cash. We'll bet some. We'll have to bet. We'll put a friendly wage on it if, this, if they meet up. All right, bet. Deal. Yeah, yeah. I'm a row with Philadelphia, and uh, you're a row with Boston. All right. The second round, like, it's gonna be lit, though. I can't lie. First round, you know, they got the play in, so the first round looked decent. Uh, we got Golden State and Sacramento in the first round, man. So, and that's what I was saying. The, the winner of that are probably going to play Memphis. So, uh, the first and second rounds, man. This playoff should be lit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll see. So right now, if you had to pick today, what's your finals? What's your NBA finals prediction? Uh, as far as the two teams who are gonna meet, who you got going to the finals on East and West? Celtics, Celtics, and the. Uh, oh man, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Celtics just to just to stir up the West a little bit. I'm gonna go Celtics and the Mavs, the Mavericks. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Golden State and Philadelphia. Okay. Hold on, wait. Wait, back it up, back it up. I'm gonna go Golden State and Milwaukee. All right, all right. Giannis, you got Giannis versus the Babyface Assassin. All right, two, two. 
Hey guys, it, I know it's tax season, uh, uh, so we uh we got some uh, top five businesses you can start for 10k and top five businesses you can start for 5k. Um, yeah, so uh, five businesses you can start for 5k. Uh, you know, give you some examples would be uh, drop shipping. Uh, that means you can create an online store and start drop shipping products. You won't need to hold any inventory as the products or ship directly from your supplier to your customers. Number two would be virtual assistant services. You can start a virtual assistance business with 5K. Offer administrative or create services to my small businesses owners or entrepreneurs who need help managing their day-to-day -day tasks. Number three would be social media management. Uh, many small businesses need help managing their social media accounts. You can offer your services for fee. With 5K, you can start a social media management business. Number four would be freelance writing. If you enjoy writing, you can offer your service to businesses and entrepreneurs. Create a website and offer your services as a freelance writer. Number five would be online to. Number five would be online to. Damn. Number five would be online tutoring. With five K, you can start an online to tutoring business. Offer tutoring services in a subject you are proficient in, such as math, science, or English. Man, that's dope. That's dope. So those are five businesses you can start with five thousand dollars. A lot of y'all got $5,000 or are going to get $5,000. Uh, college kids get refund checks. A um, Single moms out here, y'all getting refund checks. I know a lot of y'all want to start the uh, barber shops and the nail shops, but, you know, um, it's only so many people, you know, it's only so many barbers and, 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 and nail salons we need out here. We need some other businesses, too. So, um, Exactly. What, what, what? You know, online tutoring, for example, um, man, if I was a college student, that would be a great business potentially to get into. Nah, for real. That's one of the ones that slept on when I was in college, man. Uh, we, we, we missed that. We missed that play. So definitely, yeah, online tutoring. And um, with so many minds out here now, man, freelance writing is definitely one of the ones uh, people could uh, get into. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of... Um, we got a lot of good, brilliant minds out here, young minds. So, um, definitely that. But uh, uh, definitely one of the ones I know I would do it would be the um, uh, drop shipping. You know, just dealing with online store stuff, inventory, and things like that. You know, uh, you find a product that's really booming, uh, you definitely could uh, make a profit off of it. You know. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. You know something about that drop shipping? Now you got to put me on. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got you, bro. I got you, bro. <laughs> Hey, we're here at five businesses. You can start with ten grand, ten thousand, whatever you want to call it. Food truck. If you're interested in the food industry, you can start a food truck business with ten thousand dollars. Purchase a food truck and equipment and start serving your delicious food to the public. E-commerce store. With ten thousand, you can create an e-commerce store and sell products online. You can sell your own products or source products from suppliers. Event planning. If you have experience in event planning, you can start your own business with $10,000. You can offer your services to individuals or businesses who need help planning, planning weddings, conferences, or other events. Pet grooming. 
Pet grooming is a growing industry and you can start a pet grooming business with $10,000. You will need to purchase equipment and supplies and you can offer your services to pet owners in your local area. Photography. If you have a passion for photography, you can start your own photography business with $10,000. You can offer your services for events, weddings, or to businesses who need product photography. And lastly, we have landscaping. Landscaping is definitely a viable business idea that you can start with $10,000. With this amount, you can purchase some basic equipment such as a lawnmower, edger, and trimmer, as well as supplies such as mulch, fertilizer, plants. You can offer services such as lawnmower and tree trimming, hedge trimming, garden design, installation, and seasonal cleanup services. You can start by targeting residential customers in your local area and expand your services as you grow. It's important to have some basic knowledge of landscaping techniques and design, and you can improve your skills by taking courses or working with experienced landscapers. Uh, of the list, off this list, man, what's the business that you that you would start with ten thousand dollars? Oh, I'm definitely going with uh, mm, it would be a toss up between landscaping and food truck. Uh, with with uh having some background in landscaping, you know, uh, uh, mowing lawns as a kid and all that stuff, that would be definitely something that uh, I think I would could be able to do. Um. And, you know, uh, that's a uh, growing, I mean, that's a business that, uh, you know, keeps going and never ends. Um, and uh, also food truck as well. Uh, I, I like to cook. So definitely uh, food is always going to sell. You know, we, people are going to be eating till the time they die. So uh, that'll be my that'll be my uh, top two. What about you, bro? Where would you start with uh, 10K? Is there something else on this list or it would be something different? Man, the food truck is one in a perfect in a perfect world where there were no uh, lockdowns and stuff like that. Uh, maybe in a few years, food truck is something I would definitely be interested in. If there's anybody out there, one of our listeners who wants to partner with us, uh, Damon KG, we both like to cook, so um, we definitely want to get into the food truck business. That's something I would do. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are trying to start the same type of businesses and. Uh, I feel like we got to diversify, and there's a lot of uh, things that a lot of areas we're not servicing, you know? Right. Uh, everybody, right, right, like right now, it's kind of like the barbershop, salon. Uh, Landscaping, yeah. Uh, what's the other big one? Uh, the boutiques. The yeah. boutiques, you know. Everybody wants to either have a boutique. Or salon, or man, I mean, you know, okay. But what else, though? You know, what about when I leave the boutique? Uh, now I got to go to a coffee shop that uh, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not by yeah. our people. I'm going to yeah. get, get their coffee, and then I'm gonna go get um, some food. Yeah, you gonna go get some food from yeah? You know, and then I'm gonna go. I might want to go to the movies or I might want to go to a concert or, you know, it's, we, we, we got some lounges and some hookah spots, you know, that's cool, but we need some more. We need more. We need, we need products. We need products out here, uh, hair care, skin care, and, you know, all that. And don't, don't get me wrong. There's some out there, but I get what you're saying. We need more of it. Um, or yeah, we definitely need more of it. 
Is there any other business on here that you think we could that people could start uh, for under five k or ten k? Uh, I know I would mention um, that wasn't on the list uh, would be uh, being a streamer, uh, as far as uh, streaming video games, and um, I would definitely think you could start that doing that uh, under five k. I know a lot of streamers. Uh, shout out to my streamers out there. Uh, what about you, man? Is there any other business you that's not on here that you think you could do? Maybe like I, I would say maybe mobile detailing. Uh, you know, depends on your equipment. It depends on I guess what kind of vehicle you have. If you already have access to like a pickup truck, uh, I would say mobile detailing. You know, get you a good pressure washer, the uh, water tanks, and some other supplies. I would definitely think that's one you could start uh, under five grand if you already uh, have a truck, um, and then under ten grand. Uh, man, ten grand. You got any ideas under ten grand? Nah, uh, not right now. But uh, let me let me re uh, phrase what I said. Not stream a uh, content creator. So uh, definitely being a content creator is uh, something uh, definitely uh, you can do. But ten uh, k. Oh man. Uh, oof. Now, I don't know how true it is. I've heard that you can open a franchise for 10K, Little Caesar, Smoothie King, a Subway, or a, uh, there's one more on there. I think it's Steak and Shake. But uh, that would be the only one uh, other thing I would try to open. You know, uh, something, a franchise that's not going to uh, crash and burn. And definitely uh, something that the college kids could afford. Uh, I know a lot of college kids eat Little Caesars. You know, it's it's affordable. Um, so that would be probably uh, if you know, like I said, if it's you could do it for ten k, that would be one I would definitely do for ten k. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, with ten k, you know, one thing I would look into is possibly like event. Do they have event planning on there? Like like event promotions, man. Like. I would look into yeah, event yeah, it's promotions. On yeah, it's on the event plan is on there. It's number three. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's the one I would go with. Um it just has another one, man. That's another one I would do for sure. Moving on to new media. This week, uh the new movie out is sixty-five. An astronaut crash lands on a mysterious planet only to discover he's not alone. Have you seen the trailer for this, bro? Yeah, I saw the trailer for it. It looks like it's going to be a pretty good movie. Um, I, uh, I'm i all for uh, time travel. It looks like it's something to do with time travel or something to do with uh, the future. And uh, So, yeah, I'm definitely on board for it. Uh, I'll definitely check it out. Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Uh, it came out this week as well. Uh, from New Line Cinema comes Shazam! Fear of the Gods, which continues the story of a teenage Billy Batson who came upon reciting the magic word Shazam. is transforming into an adult superhero, alter ego Shazam. So, uh, yeah, I saw the first one. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't, I didn't really enjoy it. I thought it was a little more... Um, it was a little cheesy. I would say uh, I guess it was a little more kid movie, but uh, I'm hoping the second one it looks like it uh, it might have a little more action, a little more uh, 
little more serious into it, a little more um, thriller. And it's also got my girl in there, Megan Good. So I'm, I'm definitely on board to watch it. What about oh, you, Dane? Have you seen the trailer for it? Oh, yeah, man. It looks like it's going to be a good one. Uh, I remember watching the Shazam back in the day with Shaq. So uh, this got to be it's got to be good based on that. <laughs> I was saying the same shit is it? the same shit. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, hey, y'all listen, listen out there. Oh man, oh, right, it was, it was, bro, it was, it was a Shazam, but no, nah, no, no, ain't got shit on this Shazam. Nah, nah, we we talking about two different goddamn, yeah. But um, no, nah, I, I want to go see it though, man. Uh, just, just like I said, just cause Megan Good in there, boy, she looks so good in there. Uh, oh. But no, nah, man. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I gotta go see John Wick too, man. That snuck in last week, bro. We can't can't forget about Mr. Wick. So uh, I'm uh, I'm definitely going to see that. Might go see that tomorrow. Yes, sir. The goat. For sure. I, what's your favorite uh, John Wick so far? All of them. <laughs> the trilogy. Oh, yeah, the whole, whole trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. Which, what what I'm, you think is better, the John Wick trilogy or the Matrix? Woo! That's a good question. I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna say the Matrix though. Okay. John Wick good. John Wick good. It ain't the Matrix. It ain't did what the Matrix done did. Nah. Nah. It ain't did what that trilogy done did. Damn. Nah. Hell nah. They fucked up the Matrix though, bringing out that one from last year though, or 2020, whichever one it is. Yeah. They, they should have left it alone, bro. I don't know if you watched it, but. Yeah, I, it they should have left it alone, bro. I bought the Blu-ray. I gotta watch it still. I still gotta watch it. I wa- I read about it and uh, yeah, I see it didn't get great reviews. No, but uh, but yeah, the that video game uh, demo that came out with that movie was pretty dope, though. Oh yeah, I was I was hoping they did the whole uh, video game. Yeah, me too. It would have been nice to get a full-length game. But um, if anything, that just raises my expectations for future games. It'll probably be a couple years before we get GTA 6. But if that Matrix game looked that good, you can only imagine what GTA 6 is going to look like. Moving on, though, to our quote of the day. Usually it's brought to you by KG, but I'm going to bring it to you today. The most important thing is to try to inspire people so that they can be great in whatever they want to do. Kobe Bryant. Now here's KG with this week's You Can't Make This Shit Up. You Can't Make This Shit Up tonight is a uh, pretty remarkable one, man. Uh, uh, There were many unbelievable stories from 2020 due to COVID-19 pandemic. But uh, one of the stories stands out in the case of a man in the United States who was declared dead, but was actually alive. In May 2020, a man in Mississippi was found unresponsive in his home and was taken to a hospital. Hospital staff tried to resuscitate him, but were unsuccessful and was pronounced dead. His body was then transported to a funeral home where a worker noticed that the body was moving and discovered that the man was still alive. Man was taken back to the hospital where he was found to have a pulse and was breathing on his own. 
it was later determined that the man had a medical condition that caused his vital signs to be undetectable, leading to the mistaken declaration of his death. The man recovered from his condition and was discharged from the hospital a few weeks later. The story gained national attention and sparked a conversation about the importance of accurate medical diagnosis and the potential consequences of misdiagnosis. So yeah, bro. Um, yeah, man, this man uh, had this, uh, I guess this condition, bro, that, that you know, undertakes his uh, vitals. Uh, that's pretty, that's pretty strange and uh, uh, pretty weird. Um, but uh, it's, it's uh, definitely, uh, it's definitely something I've never heard of. Like I said, um, to <laughs> be able to do that, man, you know, that's that's kind of dangerous because, you know, people might think you're dead. And, right, uh, and that's kind of situation. Yeah, Hell yeah, in this kind of situation, you know, who knows? You know, think about if they start, you know, uh, cutting him open and <laughs> taking his organs. Uh, right. Um, you know, that could have... It makes you wonder how many people this has happened to that we don't know about, you know? Nah, for real, for real. And uh, like I said, that that's kind of scary. Um, you know, you, you go to sleep and never wake back up. That's uh, wild. So, yeah. That's wild. Yeah, that's, 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 uh, this is definitely wild. But I know he was happy as hell to uh, get out that hospital. Because <laughs> oh, I know they were probably goddamn rubbing their hands like Birdman to get them organs. Right. Damn. Uh, so yeah, bro. Um that's what I'm saying. Can you imagine waking up in a funeral home, dog? Like like shh, man, that's that's yeah, that's crazy, bro. Like I would panic like hell. I ain't gonna lie, I'm I'm very claustrophobic, so you know, to be in the body bag, you know. <laughs> like shh, uh, you know, that's that's scary as hell. That's like some horror movie shit. Like shh. That's wild. Yeah. That's very wild. But yeah man uh with that being said man uh let's gonna wrap up episode six um like i said i appreciate y'all st- rocking with us everybody listening out there uh we definitely appreciate y'all uh we uh we're gonna keep growing and uh get better and uh we'll have some more special uh events and news coming up in a later time uh you can follow us on uh, all the platforms uh spotify uh, Amazon Music and uh, definitely YouTube um, at the Daytona Podcast. Uh, Dame, you want to give them uh, any information? Yeah, man. Uh, you make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube at the Daytona Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at the Daytona Podcast. And uh, KG, we need to get a Twitter, man. So when are you gonna make us a Twitter? Uh, I can do that. I can do that uh, this week, bro. I get us a Twitter up, and um, yeah, y'all go. Uh, we'll let y'all know when we uh, get the Twitter link. I'll be looking out for that. All right, man. Signing off. Dates on the podcast. I'm Damon Earth. Now your boy KG. 